0: Now listening to the Guy Girl Goes podcast, where we speak on a number of valley topics to help women like you stay encouraged and committed in your journey with Christ. Continue to listen to this week's episode to hear what we talk about next. Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. I am your host, Ivoryon Healy. If this is your first time joining me, thank you so much for deciding to tune in to this week's episode, tune into this podcast. Um, I love to have new listeners. I love my current listeners. Um, Y'all know I love y'all so much. I say that on every episode. I'm just so thankful and grateful to have you guys tune in to listen to what little old me has to say um, and just listen to what God speaks through me. So Before we get started, just a few church announcements, make sure you guys are leaving a rating and a review on the podcast. Let me know what you guys think, how you are liking it, how I'm helping you guys, what you love about the episodes, what episodes you want to hear about. Um, just let me know. Put them in the um, reviews. I love to see that I have new ratings. Also, y'all, if you didn't know, make sure you go and cop my 30 day devotional. It is a guy, girl, goes. 30-day devotional for goal-driven Christians who want to get closer to God. So in this devotional, I am teaching you or really tackling those mental challenges that we face when it comes to reaching our goals, helping you, of course, get closer to God, helping you know that failure is not an option and believing that God can still use you no matter what you're going through, no matter if you have the resources now, the connections now or not, God is still going to do great, great things through you. He's still going to allow you to reach your goals. Don't count yourself out because God isn't counting you out. So it's really tackling, like I said, those mental challenges when we're feeling lazy, when we're procrastinating, just realizing, you know, the beauty within ourselves, um, how to not limit God. Because again, a lot of times we put God in the box only thinking that he can do certain things when God can do all things. And so really just teaching you what you need to know and helping you, encouraging you, motivating you, and giving you the tools that you need to succeed in your goals. So I will leave the link in the show notes of of course, for you guys to go and cop on Amazon. And if you already have the devotional, thank you guys so much for purchasing it. Leave a review again on Amazon. Let me know what you guys are liking about the devotional. What devotional is your favorite? Which one is really helping motivate you and encourage you? Because I really want you guys to receive and get all that God has for you. So that's it for my church announcements, you guys. Let's hop into this week's episode. This week, I have a very, very special guest. Y'all know that on my podcast, I'm always talking about how I love, 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 love my church and how much they have helped me um, when I first got here, how they're still helping me and really um, helping me in a way to help me realize who I am and whose I am in God and helping me walk in my purpose. Like, there will be there would be no podcast, no God, Girl, Goals podcast if it wasn't for them. So I have a very special guest, which is my prophetess. Love her so much. Um, Prophetess Tawanda Fryer. She is the first lady and prophetess at my church again. And she has really, really helped encourage me so much. Like, I can literally talk to her about any and everything and she really pours so much into me and I, I love the way that she speaks. I love how bold she is in Christ. I love how she just come off so plain, real, and raw and like she just give it to you. Straight like that, like I don't know how else to explain it. So, um, I'm gonna have her talk on this show. We are going to talk about interceding because I feel like it's very, very important, and I'm gonna even share my experience that I had recently with interceding. So, it's so crazy that I'm doing this episode about that. God really orchestrate things in such an amazing way. Um, because I can't wait to share with you guys um, my experience with interceding while me being like you know, not new in Christ, but me currently growing in christ and then having someone who of course is still growing but um much Further along in their journey to come and talk to you guys about intercedence, So let's get into this week's episode. Of course, I'm gonna have her introduce herself because I don't want to be talking too much. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. I believe that this is really going to bless you. It's going to be amazing. And yeah, let's get straight into it. All right, you guys, like I said before, I was going to let my Papadis introduce herself. So Papadis, tell us a little bit about who
1: you are. I am a truly a woman of God, um, just been with struggles as we all imagine, everybody has their share of struggles, but through your struggles, there's a testimony, and behind my struggles, there has been a powerful testimony, you know, there has been struggles with me coming forward to God, you know, even talking about the things of God, even preaching God's word, but as we get even, even deeper in it tonight, just, just praying, just seeking God with your whole heart um like i said as as everybody know as a prophetess you know you're looking for somebody to prophesy to you you're looking for somebody to speak that word over you but you got to understand just through interceding that is a word off by itself and it's more powerful to me than somebody speaking a word over you so i just want just to bless you as just coming just as general just as a child of god so therefore i just Uh, Thank God that everybody's just gonna join in They're gonna chime in You're gonna send it out to somebody else You're gonna inbox somebody else And tell them to listen to it Because this word is truly from heaven And it's gonna bless your heart tonight
0: Yes, amen We are definitely ready for it So, interceding, you know We talk about it at church um, But I, like I'm familiar With the term But not like super familiar with this so for people who may feel like me can you just talk about exactly what is interceding or what what it means in the biblically or what it means to you
1: you can go either way with it okay um to me it's just intervening on behalf of someone else and sometimes it's on someone else and intervening on behalf of yourself it's just you just praying to god and you're interceding you're saying god i'm gonna stand in that gap from that person but if you're looking for something biblical, you can get Isaiah 59 verses 15 and 16. I'm just going to give you a summary of it. It explains interceding the best. It's the best to one who fights or plead for justice. To prevail on behalf of another so in other words you're just going before god and you're you're interceding for somebody you know you're praying you're touching and agreeing with them and you got to understand interceding is it puts you in the forefront with god it puts you in the place that you're saying god i'm sacrificing myself my needs my wants for somebody else and so God is just privileged and he's honored to when you get to that place where you can put your will down to begin to pray and intercede for somebody else. I
0: like that. So that's good that you said that, because I feel like a lot of times we feel like interceding for someone may be like, okay, you know, someone might say, oh, I'm going through or I'm dealing with this and that and you say oh i'm gonna pray for you and you may see that as a form of interceding but when really it you're saying it's like a sacrifice like you're putting aside the things that you want the things that you're desiring from god to go in the gap for someone else to pray for them and so that they can pretty much you know get delivered um right so like why do you feel like interceding is important Important, or is it even important like is it to yeah. for me i don't know Like. To help pull someone else up who may be going through.
1: Well, interceding is important because it's gonna, it's gonna, um, it's gonna make you believe that that prayer that what you are praying it, it's gonna transform that person that you're praying for. Because that's why you're interceding for them to get that breakthrough, to get that deliverance, or, or get whatever they you know they've been you know that you're touching and agreeing with them for. But it also gonna create a stronger bond between you and god because god once again he's looking at that hey she's stopping her sacrifice because we you know we we're supposed to pray daily we pray daily multiple times throughout the day but when you begin to say okay god i'm interceding for this here person so that's letting god know okay what i got going on ain't in the forefront no more what this person got on Got going on. I want to make sure that I'm there, so like I said, it creates a greater bond between you and God. And God say because He said, "Pray one for another." You know, Mm -hmm. when somebody is weak, that's what we do. So that's why God is saying it's important because it also is important because Jesus was the ultimate. He was the ultimate intercessor. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was so important because He was the ultimate intercessor. He prayed for us. You know, so God said that's why it's so important because you
0: got to pray one for another. Definitely. I totally agree with that. It's good that I'm getting this, like, new perspective on it because, you know, how we talk about people in our church who are intercessors, prayer warriors, Mm -hmm. worshipers. Like, we have these different classifications. I don't think we really, like, know what it entails. We hear it in church all the time, but we don't really, like, you know, know the details of what's required when it comes to that so it also leads me to um which i'm gonna share my experience (laughs) about it but should you be mindful of interceding like should you um you know should you only do it well now i know this the answer to this question but I guess for my listeners who may not know, like, should you intercede only when you feel led to or should you just intercede when you just feel like, Okay, hey, like my friend says she's dealing with, you know, um alcohol abuse or something like that. So I'm gonna go in the gap for her and pray for her. And then if you can also answer like why do you feel like you shouldn't intercede for people
1: at times? I know a lot of Well, I'll let you go. Well, the first thing God said, acknowledge me in everything that you do. So before you begin to pray for somebody, you're supposed to acknowledge God. But, you know, in the Bible, it says that God gave Jeremiah in 411. He told him, do not pray for the people. So there are times but where God is going to instruct you. Do not pray for them because sometimes we get in in self we away. Sometimes God said, "I'm trying to get their attention. I'm trying to hear their voice, not your voice." It's a difference when somebody is weak and they can't pray for themselves. It's a difference when you know somebody. That, but sometimes God is going to allow us to allow to us to pray a couple of times for them, and then He going to say, now "I need you to move out the way." Because by now they should have it. And he wants to hear their voice. Because that's the reason why he has a voice in us. You know, that's why we're his sons and his daughters. Because he said, I want to hear my own daughter's voice. I don't need, you know, you to keep coming and praying for So, really, when God instructs you to not... That's that's when you should not pray for somebody. And I tell anybody, make sure you acknowledge God because God will instruct you. And some things that some people are battling, it is too much for you to battle. You got to know your rim and your level when you're beginning to pray. Because the enemy has different levels that he's going to come at you. And there are different levels of prayer. So there's a different level of interceding and intercessory. So you got to be mindful and always be obedient to God always acknowledge him that
0: way you cannot go wrong most definitely so do you feel like people can sometimes um i guess live off of your anointing like when you're always going in the gap for them like you know they may feel like well i don't have to worry about praying because i know prophetess or i know ivory you know she got me like she going to war for me so i'm gonna just hold back and chill because some people may have that type of mindset. So, like you said, and
1: there are a lot of people that do have that mindset because the mindset is, "Well, I gotta pray if I know my I got my church family praying for me, mm-hmm. so I don't have to pray. I don't have to go anything because I know they're gonna pray for me. They're gonna cover me. You know, that's why the Word of God says He range on the just as well as the unjust. And a lot of people will cope will ride your anointed in because guess what? I ain't got to do the work because I know she's going to pray morning, noon, night, you know? Mm -hmm. So therefore I'm just going to stay attached to her because as long as she's praying and she's in that inner circle, because God, the word of God said, whatever, whatever you lose on heaven, whatever you lose in heaven, when you you know you're gonna loosen in the earth realm too so therefore when you loosen that prayer on the earth realm and that person is attached to you so now he's going up to heaven because i'm loosening this so it can get to heaven because that's why i'm interceding because i'm interceding to god mm-hmm. so therefore now i have loosed this prayer and this person is attached to me so guess what god said now i gotta give them some of that blessing too That don't mean you kick them out of that circle. But like I tell people, you know, if you're going to be my friend, you're going to be my prayer warrior. Well, my prayer partner, I want to make sure that you can pray as well as I can pray. Because there might be a time that you got to pray to pull me out. I shouldn't always have to pull you out.
0: Definitely. And I think that also ties into what I talked about um, on my last episode about making sure that you have that community around you who can pray with you and for you just for you know those specific reasons not just so that you can get things that god wants you to get or receive from him but also so they can go in the gap for you like you said when you might not be able to pray they're able to pray or when they're not able to pray you're able to pray Mm -hmm. so um i said i was going to talk about this i was going to talk about my personal experience with interceding i feel like this was my first real experience like really interceding and i had no idea what i was stepping into um so i'm going to tell a story about how one of our church members were going through she was just feeling really sad because um she had lost a family member very close family member she was just been dealing with it for a few years now and providence we were on the zoom line and she asked if anybody wanted to um you know pray so, nobody really said anything. So, I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to go in and pray. Because as she was talking, like, her words were really, like, touching my spirit. I, I don't know, I want to say I felt bad for her, but, like, I felt, like, I don't know. I feel like there was nothing really that I can say to really, like, help her while everybody else was, like, sharing their experiences with death. And I didn't really have anything to say because, like, my outlook on death is that it don't really make me sad. Like, because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to see that person again. So it don't really have like a, an effect on me. So I I don't think I told you, well, I didn't tell you this, prophets, but I had decided to pray because I, I just felt like I needed to like offer, you know, some type of condolences. But anyway, I went in the gap, I prayed and right when I started praying, the Holy Spirit was like, don't do it. Like it's too much for you. So I continued to go and pray anyway and follow through with it. And then immediately after I finished praying, like I just kind of, it just kind of felt like her weight, the weight that was on her shifted onto me. And I just felt so heavy. And so I actually called properties when we got off of the Zoom line. And I was telling her about it, and I was just crying and had no idea, like, why I was crying because I wasn't sad. But it's just like that burden of what she was going through fell on me. So, um, Poplis, if you don't mind telling the audience, like, how did we get that heaviness or that burden off of me um, as I went in the gap without consulting God about it, just, you know, feeling sorry and feeling like I wanted to
1: help um and that yeah i learned my lesson (laughs) and 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 like you said you know emotions and and i've learned that from you know uh praying for people interceding for people laying hands on people because all that ties into the same and you know uh (laughs) And you can hear God, but, you, you you know, you're there in his emotions. So you have to be mindful with those emotions. And then if that ever happens to you, because, you, you know, you don't want to look like you're silly or you don't want to look um, bad, especially when you're maybe up in front of a congregation or up in front of a um, a women's conference or someone, somebody asks you to pray and you hear God saying, "I like I told IBL, always just pray a prayer in general. And then that way, somebody will pick it up in the spirit that is powerful enough that will come behind her and coattail and finish praying and interceding and carrying that burden. Because when you do intercede for someone, you're saying that I go in the gap and I take this burden from this person. I'm, you know, God, let me experience some of this weight that they're carrying. So you do experience that weight, and what you do, you find you you feel just like how they are feeling. And then she was the. the the lady was going through just like she said hardship and heartaches and pains and struggle from his death so she felt all those burdens but the first thing we had to do was just release it just like how god told the people when he told them to pray for moses i told her to extend her hand and release it back and we just started binding that spirit and then we loose the holy spirit back over her and then she felt the difference she felt the weight come off of her you know some things are easier than others because mm-hmm. there has been times that yeah we can bind loose and it does take a lot of interceding because it's all dependent on the weight but we just gave god the glory that that's all we had to do was just you know just you know tell her to just lift her hands up and begin to intercede for her then and that god just moved and he moved supernaturally.
0: Yes, and I definitely felt a lot better after um doing that because, like I said, that weight was so heavy, and I had no idea why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Um, it it, was, it felt as almost if somebody close to me died. So, um, moral of the story and what I learned is to definitely um consult with God before you do anything. I talk about that a lot on the podcast and. I didn't think nothing of it when it came to intercession. I just thought of it, like I said, me trying to help somebody, but boy, was I in for it. Like, I was like, oh, I ain't never experienced this before. This is a whole nother level. Like, it was, I don't know, but it it was good in a way for me to feel that because it was like, okay, God, yeah, like I'm still connected to you in some way to even feel you or even hear you say no, because some people who aren't like, you know, they have a lot of these foes Pastors, prophetesses that are out here and they just doing it and don't feel nothing behind it. They just doing it just because. But for me to like feel that and to hear God say immediately say no, no, it just really showed me that I'm still connected to him. Mm Yes. So a lot of people feel like they have to be called to do certain things, like called to be an intercessor. Do you feel like you have to be called in order to be a worshiper intercessor prayer warrior we have all of these big titles but
1: well you're absolutely right but if we're created in in god's image if we're created in his image and his likeness let's just think well if we're created in jesus image and his likeness you got to understand that jesus like i said he was the ultimate intercessor Mm -hmm. So quite natural, that's already in your DNA to Mm -hmm. be an intercessor. You know, you know, as far as if you get when you get deeper in it and you start to say like your gatekeeper, your prayer warrior, then yes, because that's a different anointing. You're going a different level, different range. But just your basic intercessor, we are all called to be that because that you know, that like I said, Jesus was the um the ultimate intercessor that it was. And the reason why that um we have to intercede is because that's what God is commissioning us to do. We He asks us to pray one for another. Mm-hmm. So it's already a part of our destiny. It's all part of, you know, us being Christians, you know, because like I say, because it's, it's a part of what we are created and what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. You know, the word of God said, pray one for another. So you already in that intercessory, you already called for it because the word of God said, you know, you know, Pray right, one for another. So we, as Christians, if you're a Christian, you're saying, you know, God is the head of my life. Then you already, already an intercessor. Yes. But what? levels of intercessory then that way, that's where people say yeah, you gotta be called and be a, a gatekeeper, you gotta be called to, to be a prophetess but you gotta be called to be this like like you said, those are titles and, and, and it's not more to say it's, it's being called because the word of God said, many are called, but only a few are chosen. Mm-hmm. See, when you're anointing, there's, there's going to be something different about you that's going to stand out. But as far as, like I said, intercessory, we all are called to that. If you're a child of God, I, I, I truly believe we are all called to that. Because, like I said, Jesus was the great intercessor, the ultimate one. Because everywhere he went, he was praying for somebody. Everywhere he was going, you know, trying to deliver. So, um... The truth, the truth, we are called just, just like I said, just to pray one for another. So, yes, I do believe that uh, when you ask that question, you know, are we called? Yes, we are called. You are called to intercede if you are a Christian. Yes. And
0: also, you don't have to just intercede for people as well. Like, you can intercede for what we're going through today. The world is in Yes is crazy every day is something different so you can pray for the pray on the world to be had as well that we just get delivered from all of this turmoil that we're facing um daily as well so a question that i just like to ask people is um like can you this is not related to interceding but i know sometimes people can look at me and you know, I, I kind of express to my audience that I'm not like a new Christian or whatever, but I'm kind of just continuing in my journey. But you are, you know, I don't know how to say it. Like, we have these conversations where we feel like I may be too young to turn to God because I still want to, you know, do different things. And I still want to hang out and party versus someone who is older, who is, has already, you know, gone through that. Um, can you tell us, like, what how young were you when you turned to god or what made you turn to god what's that pivotal moment in your life (laughs) um
1: i i always was i always taught talks um bible study for the youth so uh, teaching was always something that i loved doing even when i was growing up but the transition for me it was I was 27 and um you know everybody was just 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 dealing with life itself because i was going through a divorce i was going through uh just different changes of being a single parent with two kids and it was hard just a lot of hardship so after all the hardship and everywhere i would turn Nobody had the answer that was satisfying my soul. Let me put it to you that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because when I turned to, because you mind you, I'm 27. I'm young still, mm-hmm. you know, even though I got two kids, but I'm still young. So the mindset was, my mindset was, oh God, when I get this divorce, I'm going to turn it up. And, um, but in in the process of going through the divorce, because I didn't get a divorce right at first. I, I kind of like, we kind of like separated. But in those struggles of just turning to people of how to deal with things, you know, because like I said, I didn't want to get a divorce. So I was just like asking people, older people in the church, you know, ask people in the world and nothing just satisfied me. You know, and I just got tired of going through, like they say, from pillar to pole, tired of living paycheck to paycheck, tired of not having this, losing that, losing that. So, you know, the mindset was, what else do I have to lose? But even though I was saying that, But my heart still wouldn't you know wasn't prepared for that that walk with god and um by this time it's two more years in and i'm 29 now i've gotten a divorce well the divorce still was on the table still debating whether i wanted to get a divorce and i went to this women's conference and they were preaching, and well, it wasn't a women's conference because it was some men there, too. And the lady that was preaching, this pastor that was preaching was, why do good girls like bad boys? And I just laughed because it was a moment of, like, an open book for me. You know, they were telling my story, you know, telling about the running in the streets, doing this, doing that. So it was literally telling my story. But even when they offered prayer, I still would not, you know, admit that I needed prayer. And um, finally she said, well, I'm just going to start just calling people out of the audience because nobody seemed to want to come up. And when she looked at me, she was just like, you with the red shirt on. just like, I'm not going up there. (laughs) And then I was just like, okay. So I looked at the lady that was sitting beside me. I said, I'll be back because they ain't finna do nothing with me. But I kid you not, when it is your timing, you can run, you can do whatever you want to do. But when it is your timing, hands off because I made the statement right before I went up there. I'll be right back. They ain't finna do anything to me. And like I said, when I got up there, uh, a lot of people started interceding and praying. And as I was walking down the aisle, she was saying, you'll never be the same. And I tell you from that day, I was never the same. But it was just because God seen, even in my moments of when I'm home, when I was home and going through and really crying, begging God for help you know, because I was interceding on myself. I know I had other people interceding for me, but I was interceding on behalf of myself as well. And in between that, those cries at night, and the wee hours of the night, my joy was coming and I didn't even realize it mm-hmm. because I still was pulling to the world. I still was running out in the streets. I still was doing what I wanted to do, but it was not satisfying me. And like I said, when God has a time for you, all tell anybody, whether you're young, whatever, you know, I always just challenge the young people: balance. That's all that God wants. He knows that we're young. He knows that we're going to make mistakes. We make mistakes from the pulpit all the way to the front door. You know, nobody's greater. We sin every day, every day, and fall short of the glory of God. But you, all God wants is just balance. And for you to be honest, God, I'm not ready, but I'm going to still give you enough balance, balance in, in my life to know, to let you know that I love you. Mm-hmm. he just wants you to know that hey i know that you're struggling with giving up the world but if you pray a little bit more and you study a little bit more and you make it balanced, see that balance gonna come and then it's just gonna weigh out that bad in a while and then god's gonna just tilt you over and you won't have to wrestle with it we wrestle with things ourselves we beat ourselves up especially when we're young oh, i'm not ready good, to man. come to god mm-hmm. i'm not ready to commit to god nobody is 100 I, I am in my 40s. I'm not going to tell my age, but I'm in my 40s. <laughs> and like I said, I started on this journey when I was 29. And still I fall short. And still I have to repent. And still I sin. So all God wants is just balance. He just wants you to balance and and do those things. And once you do those things, then he said, okay, now nah, I got you committed. Because God is the only one, the only one can deliver you from the sin that you follow the only one and he has a day and a time that he's going to deliver so i encourage all young people stop running from god that's the best thing to have on your side if i would to know what i know now back then i would have ran to him a long time ago
0: yeah that's good and i think like what you said a lot of us are hard i know i talk to a lot of my sisters and yeah, Christ. Yeah, and anytime we do something like we think, like, God's just gonna tear us up. And I mean, of course, we're gonna have some consequences, but like, we just think, yeah. well, like, God just forgot about us. I know, even me, sometimes I just feel that way. So it's good to hear that, you know. You like you said you're never gonna be a hundred percent ready but as long as you put that effort in show God that I still love you that's not saying that that's an excuse to go out and do whatever you want but right. you know, like if you just really just live in your life and and you make a, a mistake tends to come up like god is not gonna beat you down for it and then I think your message um also just really or your story also um shows how people can still be used like regardless of what they're going through that god again, hasn't forgot about you, that he still has a purpose for your life, he still has a calling for your life, whether it is a prophetess or an evangelist or just a a woman of God or right. like a business owner, a, a writer or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of times we have these We think that the people who are in high positions, I guess, in the church are just so perfect and, you know, they're going to, they don't make mistakes. So it's nice to hear from you, like, you know, that you're human as well. And I think that we have to stop, like, looking at, sometimes people present themselves as if they don't make any mistakes. But in actuality, like, we're all human and we all go through things and it's okay. Like, God still has our back; He's still with us. He still cares. Again, he still has a purpose and a calling for your life. But I think that's—I think we covered the basis of pretty much everything um, as far as intercession goes and you telling your story. Um, if you want to, you can say where the people can follow you at on Instagram. I know you're not really on Instagram <laughs> or... <laughs> But yeah, so come, I'll say this come to our church if you're in Augusta. That's where y'all need to come. Come yes. to Newfound Territory Ministries in Augusta, Georgia. Or you can ask me for the Zoom link if you want to hear properly speak more. Um, we do have oh. prophetic night every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, So if you ever want to join in on our conversation with our church, because I forgot just that quick about COVID, um, you can DM me and I will send you the Zoom link. This is an amazing experience. I'm so glad that you decided to come on the podcast and chat and talk about intercession because this is a topic that I haven't really discussed with the audience because I didn't really know like much about it like i knew the basis of it but not like going deep into it how we discussed today so thank you pop for joining me you're more than welcome Mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening and i'll talk to you guys next week bye